0: Welcome to the Connect Church Podcast, episode 90. We're 10 away from 100. Thank you for joining us. I'm your host, the Honorable Bishop Reverend Dr. Coach Sensei Tanner Stahl. On this week's episode, we look for Jesus because we can't find him sometimes. We have a guest interview lined up for you, hopefully, and we'll also do our regular segments on the podcast, too. So let's go. Let's get it. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. Can you not hear the music?
1: No, when you were talking at first. Oh, (laughs) yeah. I thought thought he'd already started it.
0: It comes in just a hair late. You know, that's how we do it. I was waiting for the,
2: ooh, yeah.
0: There it is. (laughs) I I knew somebody would do it. I didn't know who it was going to be. Taylor, you're
2: next time. No. Uh, Terry, 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 let's see what you got.
3: Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yes sir you know Will
1: told Terry on Wednesday was it Wednesday I, I sang
0: happy birthday to Will
1: and Will said um, you just need to stick to preaching Amen. Yeah. Amen. I've got a
0: clip somewhere where we um, <laughs> Terry was singing during the great I am and it was oh it was terrible it was, still it was probably on. the
2: only time Chuck has ever messed up <laughs>
0: it was bad it, was, it, didn't, turn him it off. didn't
2: mute his mind <laughs> yeah
0: um but anywho yeah it was really good i have to find that somewhere maybe on my phone because i think i sent it to everybody so yes (laughs) uh anyways all right how's everybody doing good morning good morning we got everybody here on a tuesday this uh, this morning here uh and we are one sermon series away yes or not a sermon series one sermon away from wrapping up the honorable bishop reverend dr luke Yes, yes. Right?
3: Yeah, we're, uh, that's it. It was finale. So finale.
0: this Sunday, if you were here, you, you lost Jesus and you can't find him. And <laughs> you got to know where to look for him. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I really was hoping that you would get into how you know Mary and Joseph lost Jesus. You know, yeah, and they found him at the temple. Oh, yeah. I you didn't know, think I, about that. I thought that's, that's where it was going to go in the sermon, but it didn't go there. You should have raised your hand. That would have been a good issue to discuss. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's in the Bible, yeah, but it's yeah, not. Yeah. A, it, it wasn't of this chapter, so I yeah. wouldn't. You know. Well, you know, and he's you know what? Remember what he said? Didn't you know, woman? Mm-hmm. I'd yeah. be in my father's house, that's right? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Had the whole attitude. Did Jesus
1: have a southern
0: accent? He sure did, <laughs> And he likes sweet tea. Uh-huh. <laughs> and his Cornbread. beard probably looked like that boy that's coming into the arena. What's his name? Oliver Anthony. That guy. Hey, yes. yes,
3: yes, <laughs> yes.
2: He didn't like them Northmen, <laughs> North <Yeah. laughs>
0: whatever,
4: Richmond, Richmond,
0: North of Richmond. You know, there's a gospel group called the Northmen, and I didn't like them either. So. <laughs> I'll send you a YouTube video later on. Um, but anywho, bless my soul. Yeah, so we lost Jesus. We we can't find him. Where do we find him, Terry? Here we find him. 20. Yes, <laughs> so I'm trying to get my sermon to
3: pull up, and my new iPad is not pulling up my sermon. But anyway, oh, oh so he's yes. done So, for. so Wait,
0: I've got your script somewhere. Uh, I'm
3: good. Talk, I got it, man. I got Are, it. So, Are yeah. we supposed
2: to hide God's word in our heart? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shut up.
3: So, yeah, dude, I preach that when I'm moving on. We're ready for the finale. So, uh, but anyway, uh, the uh, Taylor's uh, tanners dig- digging the tr- uh, out of the trash to get my sermon uh, manuscript. <laughs> So for last week so thanks man. I appreciate that so yeah uh, wipe wipe the coffee grounds off <laughs> it <laughs> so the donut smears from the from the band so, so whatever So what that. I
0: do is I'm sitting at the door Following along intently, listening. Yes. And when you get to the point where it says, okay, it's time to come out, I just throw the paper into the floor <laughs> and come out the door. That's good. That's good. And that's how that works. That's why it's always sitting there by the door every Sunday.
3: Well, thank you, man. So uh, technology yeah. sucks. So uh, anyway, uh, yeah, we were uh, in chapter 24. And so we uh, sort of did a little bit of drama of, of chapter 23. Uh, I'll, t- I'll tell this part of it. Uh, Blend and Connect Group, she was really upset. She said that, um, uh, can you guys hear me okay? It sounded muffled to me, but is it, we're good. Okay. I'm good. Uh, okay, good. Uh, anyway, is, uh, she said <laughs> Holly she... Holly don't even have her headphones on.
4: I <laughs> <laughs> heard this once. She, on yeah, she, she's already I checked out.
3: So Belen said, I want to know what happened to 23. And I said, well, I say that in the sermon, you know, that I did that in March. and I want to re-preach it. And she yeah. goes, no, you need to look at it from a fresh approach. All of this has been from a different approach. We've never heard this before. And so I said, well, okay. But anyway, <laughs> so sorry, Holy Spirit, Belen spoke <laughs> so okay, in. But Anyway, uh, so we, we're we're gonna we're gonna stay with where God is leading us. But uh, but I appreciate that thought, babe. Uh, anyway, uh, so chapter twenty four. Uh, we're you stay
0: uh, in your lane, woman. <laughs> <laughs>
3: And so she, so hey, You don't,
2: can sleep on Tanner's couch Don't when offend her. She listens her,
3: to this. <laughs> don't offend her and our other two listeners. So, uh, But anyway, uh, so uh, uh, we talked about. They've uh, been waiting
0: patiently for a month for a new podcast. Yes, right. So, and so yeah,
3: because I've been asked the last three weeks, where's the podcast been? So, the clothesline in the tomb with nobody and then reminded us that death is not the end, but a transition. Uh, that would have been a great, because uh, that's what Southern Gospel is really good about singing about heaven. So, we should have brought a Southern Gospel hymn at that point. Uh, but it is a good thought. And so we reminded folks of that and laid sort of a theological uh, foundation to everything that was said and then of course uh, that when you can't find Jesus we emphasize the fact that um, the empty tomb reminds us that uh, we should be searching for him and as we walk through it we gave you three principles uh, practical takeaways Jesus comes into your confession uh, into your confusion and your fears and so he, does, uh, come he, he does come he to does, your confession he does he has, not just the priest but he, he's uh, in the room next door he I is. Guess. He is. Absolutely. So, Jesus comes into your confusion and fears. And so, uh, we hit the highlights of that and talked about how that Jesus enters the chaos of our world. And we gave, uh, apparently, I offended some folks. Uh, gave the illustration that uh, our congregation looked like dogs and acted like uh, dogs that they run around with uh, chasing their tail and they have no real purpose in life. And that offended my dog lovers audience. But anyway, sorry. Uh, but uh, Amanda was cheering Can't me on <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, see, I, that's all I know is because I don't have pets either. Do so you know, I anyway. thought it was spot on
0: yeah. <laughs> As a dog owner, Do it was the spot dog on. impression again.
3: What did I do? Yeah. So.
0: you sounded like Dino from the Flintstones. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, I did. I never, <laughs> Yes. yes. <laughs> Burr, yeah, yeah, that is Dino. Wow, man, that brings back memories. That was a kid when I was a kid in the eighties. So anyway. oh, no, you had a gay old time with the Flintstones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Emphasis on gay
3: and old. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so anyway, uh, Jesus comes into our confusion.
4: Right. Yeah. Oh,
3: wait, where's your button at, Taylor? Person? Taylor, you were late on that. I so. forgot to shut up button, sorry. <laughs> yeah, Taylor was late. Uh, anyway, so we uh, we talked about the fact that, um, that God has a plan for your life. And so don't be... Uh, is it dissuade or sway? Uh, where's my grammar, people? Uh, so don't be dissuade from um, your problems and your confusion to allow them dissuade. to... Right. Dissuade. Dissuade, yeah, that, that was probably I like don't like know what you're
2: trying to say, but that wasn't right. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so don't, don't be swayed. I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, don't be swayed away from your confusion and fears, whatever personal chaos is going on in your life. And we bring out the quote from Dr. Daryl Bock. 18 times the, Luke uses the Greek word dia to indicate that this is carrying out God. God's plan. Try it. Say it again. No. Uh, <laughs> if the, we find the fulfillment, that's not what you said. Sunday. I know it wasn't. It in I know. So uh, stop it. So uh, eh. all right. Anyway, if we want to find the fulfillment of God's plan in our lives, we must look to Jesus. And so the Greek word, whatever it's pronounced like, uh, is saying over and over again that whole story, that whole paragraph, eighteen times. He uses the argument that God has a plan. And how cool was it as we come to the finale, Tanner, and all that. That um, um, sermon, what do you call it? Not banner, but your logo, whatever has been on there for 18 months is that um, it really is God's plan is that what we come up with and design the theme. uh, And so how cool is that? It is that we wrap it all up that. And so I I really feel pretty proud of that cool moment because I didn't know that until I studied that this week, that that is the theme of this book is that God has a plan for our life, no matter what uh, confusion and Dr. Bob makes that case. So anyway, it was good stuff uh, for me. I don't know if it helped anybody else out. And uh, finally, uh, we talked about we find Jesus in scripture. And so uh, that's what we do here. I know a lot of things happen in churches today and have happened over the years that on both sides of the aisle, we've got a bunch of people that tell you how great you feel. And then we got the other side that this is our church tradition and we have to have it. And uh, we made the argument that uh, we need the Jesus of scripture and uh, to let both of those go to rest uh, where they belong. And you do that through uh, hear journals and discipleship groups. And then number three, you will know when you have found Jesus is that uh, we gave and walked folks through. We had several social memes that went up uh, this week on Church People's uh, Post uh, after the Sermon of Psalms 27, 8 through 10. And the three steps to knowing that you have found Jesus is you, first of all, seek his face. You ask for him to come into your life. Secondly, you commit that you're wrong and that uh, uh, you ask him not to forsake you and um, because he's the God of your salvation. And then thirdly, uh, which seems to really resonate with the audience and then tanner led us in a great spirited song is that the lord will always take me in and so everybody else rejects me uh, mom and dad but the lord always takes me
0: in dude i nailed it done good job (laughs) (laughs) what did y'all's connect groups have anything to say about this uh, sermon topic anybody anybody have anything they want to share around the horn here
1: I was the babysitter for my connect group this week. Jesus. So.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. If this is
2: around the horn, do we get points for yes. our answers? And uh, I just took points
0: <laughs> away for asking that question. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, I used to watch that show religiously, but I mean, I've it, seen it. In I, a watched I actually it. used to watch
2: it around the horn. Yeah. Um, but uh, I know in our connect group, uh, we we all talked, uh, that was probably the bulk of our conversation about the two disciples that were walking down and uh, how Jesus was walking behind them and they didn't recognize him until – Like they were invited over for, until they invited Jesus over for dinner and kind of reworking the Last Supper that that was Jesus right before their very eyes. Um, And how just all of us have a tendency to lose Jesus. We do. We lose sight of what's most important. We lose sight of, I mean, Jesus, (laughs) ultimately, discipleship, all of it. Um, You can be involved in church. You can be serving. You can be a pastor. uh, You can be uh, whatever, doing all the right things, but we all have a tendency to, do things for jesus instead of just simply being with him way too often so we just all we're talking about how we are also freaking busy all the time and how not to miss jesus in the midst of you know chaos life confusion all the things just a few hours after
4: the, sunrise, on the resurrection <laughs>
0: Sorry, it was all I was singing back here in the back. Was on the road to Emmaus. They met Jesus. Sorry, I was cheering you on that in the was back. Good. <laughs> you asked for Southern gospel, so I, me, and, you did it. You me did and it, Alan man. back here in the back room were watching our old buddy Troy sing on the road to Emmaus. <laughs> they met Jesus.
2: All I saw was a lot of pantsuits and hairspray.
0: <laughs> yes, that is an older song. That is true that's a good stuff that's good stuff all right well we will let's get into our favorite segment and make sure i push the right button here our best and the worst it was the best of times it was the worst of times wait, 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 wait. which was it this is the worst the best. all right holly start us off what's your best of the week or the best of the month
1: Oh, I don't know. I've got to think. I wasn't prepared to be first. I've got to pull up my calendar and be like, what did I do
0: Well, if week? you're not first, you're last.
1: I don't even know what I did this week. I'll go. My best of the weekend was I had nothing to do. Like, oh, I wow. did not leave my house Saturday. It was amazing. Uh, we got Stuffed pictures hung on the wall. Um, moved into our new house, so finally got lots of boxes unpacked. I think I have like four boxes left unpacked, so yeah, I got it down. And the work, am I doing the worst too? Or are we doing best? Sure, worst, go ahead, give it your my worst. worst was just Lincoln was sick Sunday, he's usually never yeah. sick, so that's just always a bummer when your kids are sick, but it's
0: going around. I know mm-hmm. he's
1: feeling better, so. Yeah.
0: All right, Holly, you've had time.
1: Okay, I remember. I was like, I had to look at my calendar. I was like, what was this week? So Will's birthday was last Wednesday, and we went out to eat on Friday. I we feel to-
0: like you should have remembered that. <laughs>
1: once it's happened, once it's happened, it. I just, it's out of my brain. Yeah.
0: <laughs> did you hear that, Will? <laughs> <laughs> he don't till next
1: year. <laughs> but we went to eat at Harvey's on Friday, and it was good. We what What time. did you
0: eat at Harvey's? At, I got you, that.
1: I got that uh, marinated ribeye that you are telling me about uh-huh. with the pineapple. Yeah.
0: Oh, good, wow.
1: And then we'll get out some shrimp and like something pasta. Oh. Yummy.
0: Thinking I'm hungry. I know. Yeah, right? That does it in.
3: All right, Terry. Uh, best and worst. Um... um Wow, I probably didn't see that on the air. All uh, right, so uh, best, uh, uh, worst was Duke lost um, a good game. It was a well-played game. Uh, Arizona's very, um, uh, very good at defense. I like the, all the players that came back for Duke. Uh, I think that we'll be there at the end of the year. I felt pretty good about the coaching. Uh, Coach Kate was in the building, so that was uh, nice to oversee. We still lost, but um, first— well, you like know, he got blown out. I mean, no, and game. they played well, and yeah. in in, in Arizona is a very quality opponent, and so and if they just change a few things up, that, that I'm sure the coaching staff will get there. Uh, and my worst is is that Tanner and I uh, need a $2,000 a piece donation uh, to get tickets to go watch Duke play Arkansas. The and price
0: it, gouging is just unreal. that
3: is two, literally $2,000 mm-hmm. yeah, two to for two seats. Yeah, so anybody feels led of the Lord to uh, send us to uh, Fayetteville uh, to watch Duke. Versus, uh, well, Adam wants to go too. So, anyway, yeah. But yeah.
0: Well, we don't have a seat for him. So. <laughs> yeah, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> sorry Adam. Hey, he, He's got a real job. He can, yeah. pay, for yeah, it, he so. can <laughs> pay for it. Right. Exactly. Andrew, what's your best and the worst?
2: Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I don't know if I have a best. I have plenty of worst. <laughs> nah, just life, sick kids, that kind of stuff. Uh, Ole Miss in Georgia was definitely part of the worst. The good news is, is, I don't think Jackson Dart broke his collarbone. So, that's good. But, <laughs> uh it was yeah it's it's been busy it's been sick kids it's been one thing after another Ashin got in a car wreck yeah it's been fun
3: my dishwasher and works run. though <laughs> and, and a hit and run car wreck so yeah, the guy hit and wears run. It. yeah
2: yeah lovely that's yeah. not good no it's been it's been a rough couple weeks in the pierce household but it, my dishwasher works so
0: <laughs> there's always a silver lining my, my best, is going back with Terry, is the Arkansas basketball. Just praise God it's here. This, You're done with football. Thank God, yes. Yeah, yeah. My worst, um, so you may or may not have seen this on social media. I don't know. Uh, of course, Arkansas got their pants pulled down Saturday by Auburn. And about during the fourth quarter of the game, this video surfaces on Twitter, right? And somebody had made just a normal tweet, you know, what were they doing in halftime? Like, there's no, no. It got worse. Like, what did they do at halftime? And in this video in response shows Arkansas players in uniform in a locker room and a TV on the wall, and on the TV is the Polar Express. No. The Polar Stop Express. Stop it. Yeah. Like That's it wasn't it. edited. No. Wow. And so, like, of course, that comes up in the press conference. Oh yeah. Hey, coach, what is this? You know, and of course, he has no idea anything about it. So, uh, in Monday's, in yesterday's press conference, he says, "We looked into it. We figured out what happened. That because the media people, the uh, reporters, are like, it doesn't look like that's not our locker room. Like we can yeah. see on the video, that's not our locker room. I got you. But it's our, it's the players and a TV. And he's like, that's the walk-on locker room. He's like, that's not even in the main locker uh, room. I got you. He said." And, they, and you can see in the video Once you look at it It's right. the walk-on kids That aren't part of the That really aren't part of right, the team Right, right But they're the, fact, politics. Is, but the politics <laughs> fact is But the politics The fact is like One kid is really into it Like he's in front of the TV <laughs> Like a two-year-old You know, like it's like, what are you doing? So now that's the that's meme. That's embarrassing. That's the meme on Twitter now going around Arkansas Twitter. Is, Time
2: out. You mean I could get my entire college paid for, not play a single game and get to watch the Polar Well, Express. no, no, no. They're
0: walk-ons. They're paying for college. Oh, that's true. That's They're true. They're paying for That's, college. Fair. that's yeah. fair. So he said, you know, we... We addressed it with the kid who posted the video. Like, he was just trying to be funny. Yeah. Because he saw his buddy over there watching the Polar Express. Right. Right. We're
1: sucking it up and we're watching Polar Express. Yeah, exactly. We're
0: getting
2: demolished. Uh, Was it that far fetched, though? (laughs)
1: Yeah, I mean. What else is there today? So Might as well be the Christmas spirit.
0: Arkansas Z- Zach on the Polar Express. And uh, Jimbo
2: too. Fisher had him doing the same thing, apparently. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So that was my worst of the week was the the Polar Express. Oh, can I say my answer. other. There have been some great memes come from it, though. I'm, I'll be, yeah. be real with I you. I love then. a good meme.
2: I have a best. Is, uh, I saw it shared by Trip Beasley. It says, When I grew up, I want to be a fired SEC football coach. Amen. <laughs> $70 million dollar buyout. Holy yeah. cow. Yeah. That's what I want to do when I grow up.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, let's get into our interview portion of the podcast. All right. We are here in the interview section here on the podcast. And uh, some of y'all didn't even know this was going to happen. Uh, around the table here but we have on the phone with us actually we have him on facebook messenger audio uh brother heath levan hubbard all the way from tokyo japan everybody say hi to heath yo heath. yeah What's up? Heath. yeah we hey got guys. also joining me here in the podcast layer is jonathan burt and chris mormon they have joined me on this interview uh, since they got to go to japan with us and it was awesome uh heath how are you doing man yeah doing great man yeah thanks for having me on this is fun yeah um we've had uh, a couple different missionaries on in the our podcast in the past and so it's it's about time we got you on right
5: yeah absolutely yeah this is fun to um and plus especially with our connection to your church you guys coming recently it's really fun to um yeah knowing lots of your church members and then also just thinking about the ways you guys have made an impact here in Japan so that's cool
0: Absolutely. First and foremost, what you didn't hear, Heath, and what uh, preceded this interview on the podcast is uh, I I just talked about um, the Arkansas Razorback basketball team and how they're going to win the national championship, and also I talked about how the Razorback football team likes to watch the Polar Express at halftime (laughs) during football games. So, Have you heard that story over there in Tokyo?
5: I I have. Actually, I watched it live. I watched the the Polar Express roll out at halftime and Uh, all of the – Reactions. That's there's no TVs in the locker room. All that discussion yeah. that happened. So yeah, that was fun. Quite, but yeah, we just turn our eyes to basketball and uh, look forward to a great year.
0: That's right. Quite embarrassing. In fact, you know, when I was at Heath's house uh, this time uh, in March last time, we were uh, just you know beating a number one seed, advancing to the Sweet Sixteen. So you know, I have to go back, you know, for the next tournament and make that happen again.
5: That's right. Come back again in March. Let's well, do it how, again. How, March how is in going to
6: win a NASH championship when Mississippi State's going to win? It?
0: Because I, I've told you this. The stars are aligning for Arkansas to win again this year. Jans is the man's. <laughs> <laughs> no, not here, not here. But anyways, let's get back to Tokyo. Let's get back to uh, the important things of life, and it is not the Arkansas Razorbacks. Uh, man, Heath, give us a church update. What's going on at Hope Alive? I know you guys just did a big fundraiser uh, online. I know a bunch of our teams shared it on Facebook. Uh, tell us more about that, and were you guys able to reach part of your goal and all that stuff?
5: Absolutely, yeah. So all of that is based around really about our church's growth. We've seen um, our church continue to grow over the last year in a lot of exciting ways. Um, Lots of new people. We've seen an average above four new people um, every Sunday. This past Sunday, there was eight brand new people to Hope Alive. Wow. So, and many of those people, you know, it's their very first time to come to church. So, um, I think we've we've had over two hundred people attend Hope Alive for the very first time um, this year. So we're just continuing to grow. To, um, to see lots of people be a part of our church and and to come to church for the first time and to hear the gospel. And that's really encouraging. And so that spread out into at the back of our church. Uh, we, we put in a new wall that's movable, knocked down a wall and put in a movable wall so that we can basically add 25 more chairs and almost immediately that space filled up. Of course, it was the back of the church. So that, of course, is going to be the easy part to fill up. Now right. the front has a, <laughs> has a few more open seats, but yeah, Everybody's um, sitting in the back like yeah. Good
0: Baptist people should right? just
5: like, yeah, exactly. They don't even know they're Baptist, but they just naturally come in and become one, you know?
0: <laughs> so that's yeah,
5: that's fine. So yeah, it's been really exciting to think about the growth. And then as we think about, you know, that means that our toddler class comes to the first floor, um, along with our kids class. And really we're using every bit. So our, imagine if you're using your church lobby as your toddler class. Wow. Um, that's kind of where we're at right now with lots of growth. So we think, okay, well, we, um, you know, the short term would be of course to continue to move to two services. Um, and as we continue to grow, ultimately we're going to need more classroom space. We're even having to decide like, okay, how can we, which classes get to meet this month? How do we, how do we maximize our small group time after church? Because you know, we really ultimately only have four rooms that we can use. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of those rooms ultimately has to be, you know, kids and people still hanging around like a, a you know, a four year for people to, to talk and hang around. So ultimately we have three rooms left, um, after church to use. So based on all that, we ultimately have to buy the building that we're in. And so we're in the project, uh, you know, in the goal of raising $2 million over the next, um, you know, over the last three years, we've been pushing towards this goal. So, um, this, our recent, um, uh, Facebook live event that we did live from Shibuya, we went down to the busiest intersection, um, here in Japan. And we just said, Hey, who wants to, uh, see Japan as we rode the train from our church down to the busiest inter- intersection, um, one of the busiest train stations in the world. Over two million people pass through it every day, and so um, yeah. But our goal was in the in the process of you seeing Japan for you to hear the need, uh, like of what I just shared, and ask people to partner. And so um, again, just moving bit by bit closer to the to our two million dollar goal. I think we're about at four hundred and twenty something thousand dollars wow. um, of our two two million dollar goal. So we've we've made some good progress, but just wanting to. Uh, continuing on uh, to make the need known and to look for opportunities to connect with people who want to partner. So. so,
0: so for those who are kind of puzzling this piece together in their head, so the sanctuary, the main meeting, is on the second floor of a is it a three four bu- floor building or a four floor building or more? It's a four store. It's a four store building. Four store building. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so they're on the second floor of the building is where their their main sanctuary is, and on the main entrance level on the on the bottom is where like the kids and stuff meet and that, that main foyer, I guess, if you will. Um, are y'all close to getting to be able to use, I know when we were there in March y'all were close to being able to use the other floors. Um, even though you haven't bought the building yet, is that still on track perhaps, or do you need to wait to buy the building to get all that stuff?
5: Yeah, we probably have to wait to buy the building until we're able to completely use those. You know, we could start renting those out, um, room by room, but again, that's, you know, another you know seven or eight hundred dollars sure. a month that we would be paying so as we look ahead it's like i think the really the next step is to look for how can we get to um this number to approach the um the building owner we've talked to him about buying the building and he's open to that idea and so it wouldn't come out of nowhere for us to approach him but we just want to want to get a lot closer to our goal before we go approach and talk to him about um the final final details of what that would need to look like so awesome
6: so Heath, I'm I'm curious as to um, I, I know you guys have had a lot of visitors this year. So I, I'm curious as to have you seen any people come to salvation in Christ, and if so, how many?
5: Absolutely, yeah. So we had um, we had a baptism this summer of a lady who went through our first steps course, uh, which is you know who is God, what's a, what's the story of the Bible. Um, who is Jesus and what does it mean to be a Christian? And at the end, she just wasn't really interested in becoming a Christian. And then a few months later, she um, came to the baptism course and decided that she wanted to follow Christ. And so uh, we got to baptize her this summer. Um, Recently, last Sunday, there was a group of young believers, young new believers. They're kind of, you know, um, it's not really such a clear, clear line in that like, they're like, I think I believe this, you know, and they're trying to process that. But It was great because there was a new teacher and the teacher asked him okay where are you at because i don't know you where are you at in your relationship with god and so it was cool to hear that um you know of the four ladies four ladies in the class um that three ladies in the class all three of them are just like right on the line two of them said i haven't been baptized yet and so that was really cool to hear them say like i believe i just haven't been baptized yet and then one more who's about you know kind of on the line her husband um, is really involved at our church, and really um, is just thinking through if, if and how she believes. Um, and so, um, yeah, those are three ladies that just in that small group that are just so close to believing. So, really encouraging to see just those group of of people who are coming to um, coming to faith. You know, it's such a process here in Japan for people to have no understanding to God to to fully committing and, and believing in and following him. So yeah, we've seen some huge steps in those ways and we just want to continue to pray that God would bring more and more people um to respond to that, like you're saying there.
6: Well amen. That's that's awesome. We'll continue praying for that. Um I yeah another question do. too is uh we know we seen Yagi was in the States last week. Yes. Um Yes. So how's he coming along? Has he has he fully committed to Christ yet? I know he's been the bass player in your band or is that right yeah
0: absolutely
5: yeah yeah yagi's a guy who four years ago he was one of the very first people to come to our english event before we had a church or anything he came to our small group bible study that we turned into our church of hope alive and so um yagi's been with us from the very beginning he also went to a, a believer's class recently you know like what does it mean to have faith and all that and the teacher asked him where are you and he's like well i think after four years i believe there is a god Mm. Um, you yeah, know, ma'am. and just thinking like four years that he believes there is a god. Now, is it the god of the Bible? I don't know yet, you know. And so he's just still continuing to search. But he's like the most one of the most faithful people we have. He plays the bass in our in our band every Sunday and um, you know, he's just really um a great guy to be around. He's definitely a part of our church in a huge way. So, yeah, it's really cool because he got connected um, you know, 4 years ago our home church in um in Nashville came and was here for some music events and he got connected, met some of them. And so two years ago when he went to America, he went to Donaldson church in Nashville and, um, just kind of showed up and everybody texted us and was like, Hey, he's in, uh, he's here. And it was really cool. And then he went recently to New York. Um, he tried three, three times to go to New York and he couldn't get to New York, but, um, finally he he made it to New York and then he just tacked on a trip to Nashville and showed up at Donaldson again last Sunday. So just really cool to see the ways that, like, um, this person who's not a believer, but just continuing to, like, um, connect to the body of Christ and continue to take those steps towards belief. And so we just trust that into God's hand that according to His will and His time that, that Yagi will take those next steps of faith. So.
0: I wish you could have seen my face when I was scrolling through Facebook the other day, and, you know, I, I went to Donaldson for a, a good long time, so I have plenty of friends from there, and I see their stuff on Facebook on my feed all the time. And But my pu- when I, I was so puzzled and bamboozled, if you will, when I, was, like, I saw a picture of Donaldson, but I also saw a picture of Yagi, and I was like, what is going on here? So I had to, you know, dig into it a little bit. Facebook's talking and say, wow, he's in Nashville. Yeah. You
5: know. Yeah, this he didn't tell us he was going this time. He told me he was going to Nashville, but I didn't think – I didn't want to push him to go to Donaldson again. I kind of like – last time I encouraged him to go. This time it was no encouragement at all. He just said, I'm going to Nashville, and he showed up at Donaldson. And, um, you know, I just got some texts the next morning like, Yagi was in church, and he was hanging out in the hallway talking to all the people that he knew. And so that was really, really cool. It's cool to see how the, the body of Christ really, like, just rallies to share the gospel with people and encourage people all across the world. So, yeah, that was really fun.
0: How's his English coming
5: uh, I think his English is, you know, he's making progress. He still comes to English conversation and things like that. So, yeah, that's step awesome. by step.
4: Heath, whenever we was there back in March, uh, you know, we was doing the let's speak English and different methods like that, that you guys would put out there to try to get uh, new new people to to come into the church. Um are there is that still one of the, the, the big things that y'all are doing as far as the outreach program that you guys have? Uh, and if so, uh, how, how has that response been since uh, since we've left?
5: Yeah, so we um, we really have been doing Let's Speak English since we started the church four years ago and even a year before that. Um, just trying to use it as a chance to hold up. We just hold up signs that say, let's speak English. And then we just say, you know, like and people just walk up to us and start talking. And ultimately, they think uh, sometimes they go immediately to what do you sell?" and What are you trying to do here? And sometimes they just want to talk. And so we just talk to them for a long time because we just want to let them use their English that they've been studying. And then we invite them to church. And so, yeah, we do that every Thursday. Uh, we have a group from our church that goes out every Thursday and uh, Thursday afternoon from three to five and does Let's Speak English. And, yeah, we see people who show up to usually, usually the process goes from Let's Speak English to English Conversation and then English Conversation to sticking around for church. And so, yeah, we we definitely see, you know, maybe one or two people a month specifically from that that come to English Conversation. And then hopefully of those two people, you know, one of them stays around for church. So I think we just look at it like in in all the ways that we can um, share the gospel, all the ways that we can like connect with new people. That's one avenue. Another one, of of course, is like we just had a fall festival and um, it was really great. It's usually our biggest event every year. Um, We had 39 brand new people who showed up for that that had no connection to our church. Most of them never been to church before in their their life. And so, um, you know, we hope that from that, then some of those people will show up over the next few weeks uh, to church. And so, um, yeah, so we're just continuing to to just diversify everything we do, uh, social media outreach, YouTube, all those sort of things where people can find us. Uh, We just bought a huge television screen um, and we're putting it out in front of our church and we're going to um, you know, put some testimony videos on there eventually, uh, but just inviting people to church so they can see what goes on inside the church. Um, it's right next to the train station um, crossing. And so people wait there 20 and 30 minutes at a time. And so we get to kind of, um, you know, we get an audience of sometimes up to like 30 or 40 people out there in front of our church waiting on the train crossing to open. And so um, we're hoping that this video will um, encourage people to see what's going on and to be
0: a part. I like to think that at least one of those 39 that came uh, came from an Easter egg that we passed out. I'm going to just go ahead and say that. I don't care what you say. That's just what I'm going to think in my head. So there we go.
5: Let's go with it. Absolutely. <laughs> I really feel like every, every opportunity and every group that comes, um, it's, it's more um, of exposure to the gospel and exposure that people, when people see us, they always say things like, we know you guys are always out here. Um, we see you guys out here all the time. And people will walk past us for months and months and years and years and then finally be like, okay, I've walked past you guys too many times. Now I just need to know what is it that you're doing. Um, and so that's really cool to think that you, your church was a part, part of that process. So absolutely.
6: So Heath, I know back in March, one of the things you wanted us to pray for you guys about was to have an increase in volunteers at Hope Alive. So how's that going? Have you been able to get some more volunteers to just to be able to be effective in the ministry?
5: Man, I, thanks for praying that for that. First of all, I love that you took that down and have been made that about a matter of prayer. That's really cool. Yes, actually, we have seen, um, you know, we started the, first, the church four years ago um, because of the language, um, Japanese language. I would preach in Japanese. My wife, Joni, would, uh, would translate. A lot of times we would also do the welcome. At times we would do the announcements. And so, you know, it was just kind of like a normal thing for us to be up there most of the day. Um, thinking through each of those steps. And now we have, you know, for the welcome time, we have two people, English and Japanese, a translator, of course, because our church is bilingual. So, you know, we, we have someone who does it in English and in Japanese for the welcome and for the announcements. We've had a huge amount of translators step up recently. And even we have a written translation team. So things are put on the website, uh, flyers that we're designing, checking the Japanese on that, checking the English. Um, and giving feedback to everything we're doing to really raise the level uh, to higher quality. And so, yeah, I think we've seen really have seen a lot of um, with the new people that have been coming. We've also seen a lot of uh, people step up to volunteer. Um, and we're continuing to to think about how we can grow that. So we just recorded. We're in the process of of filming a volunteer course so that in if you come to our church after you watch our YouTube uh, channel, we have a volunteer course that we're going to put on our YouTube channel. Um, and then you can sign up to go through the volunteer course, understand what we believe, and then jump in and be involved immediately. So that's something fun that we've been working on uh, to think about how to increase uh, more volunteers here at Hope of
4: Life. Hey, speaking of YouTube, um, I have my notification set for you guys. So every Sunday morning, when you when y'all start to do your service on Sunday afternoon, it actually sends me a message and there's been several mornings that I've actually watched you guys at midnight or one in the morning, whenever, whenever you guys was actually, uh, so the, it's definitely getting out around the world for sure.
5: That's awesome, man. Thanks for doing that. And thanks for just praying when you, you know, when it pops up, just, um, saying hello and, and, and thinking about us and praying for us. I really, really appreciate that. That's really huge. And, uh, yeah, absolutely. We've even seen our, you know, our numbers on YouTube, um, three to four people a month are subscribing, um, which may not seem like months, but just to see, like, that's one of the main ways that people in Japan are finding out about things. And so <clears throat> to see that avenue grow as well is really encouraging. So, yeah, thanks for watching and thanks for praying for
6: us, man. There's two things you can watch at 1 a.m. <laughs> this time of year. It's Hope Alive and Pac-12 football on the West Coast. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly that's right.
5: That's right. And so once Colorado gets beat, then flips over to Hope Alive and...
0: That's it. And enjoy it. That's exactly it. All right. So uh, for our audience listening, we are planning a trip back to Hope Alive uh, tentatively in October. Lord willing, we'll get to go back October of 2024. Um, I should say the year, so you're not thinking past that. but. Uh, we're hoping to go back. Heath and I have already talked about a few uh, areas of ministry that our church can help out. So uh, if you're listening out there and you're intrigued at all, um, you know, come find somebody who went on the trip last time or come find me, and so we can tell you more about it um, for sure. Um, Heath, uh, we'll let you go here real quickly. Um, uh, I'll, I'll give you some names to pray for for us, okay? So I've met um, here recently um, a lady named. Um, nana okay and i i i I asked her i was like like seven you know because that's a way they say seven over there is that right isn't that right
5: that's right yeah Yeah. seven Uh so i was like
0: so she could see the confusion on my face when she said her name was nana and i was like oh seven okay what's up you know uh so pray for nana and then pray for ryoko and Miyuki, these are three moms that I have met through my kids' gymnastics classes and through um, other things that my kids are involved in that they've got their kids in. They are from Japan, uh, from different areas in Japan, but are here in um, in the United States and their husbands work at Toyota and all that stuff. So pray for those three that we can be, uh, that I can better reach out to them and they can be, um, uh, reached here and then maybe sent back and they'll move to Tokyo and go to Hope Alive Church. That's my goal, I guess.
5: Absolutely. <laughs> yes, That's awesome. I love that you, you know, that was one of the big goals of our trip, uh, of your, of your trip. Yeah. Coming here is for you guys to really see the vision and to see ways that you connect with Japanese people, you know, back in Tupelo. So um, I love to see that that's um, going well. That's cool. I'll pray for those people. Yeah. We had a, there was Absolutely. a Japanese
0: family come through the trunk retreat, and they spoke very good English. It was like they were—they probably were born here for all I know, but they were clearly Japanese. Um, they, they'd they been here for a while for sure, but they came through, and I was dressed up as Santa Claus for Trunk or Treat, and when the little kid came and sat on my knee, I said, Konbanwa! And they said, Oh, you you know Japanese! Oh. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, No, I don't. I don't know a whole lot, but I know that. you know." <laughs> That's awesome. Way to
5: go. I'm sure that meant a lot to them. Yeah, That's man. great. That's
0: really cool. Cool. All right. Um, Chris, I'm going to ask you, if you don't mind, if you would say a prayer blessing over Heath and his team and the church, and then we'll let them go and get back into the regularly regularly scheduled portions here on the podcast.
4: Let's pray. Father God, I just want to say thank you for the many blessings that you blessed us with. God, I just want to say thank you for Heath and and what they're doing over there in uh, Tokyo. And Father, just continue to bless them and their ministry over there, bless their church. Father, bless their outreaches. Father, I pray that you just continue to to bring the people in, Father, that that, that need to hear the gospel, Father, which everyone does. But, Father, I pray that you just uh, speak to those souls out there, Father, that are searching for you. And, uh, Father, I pray that you just continue right now as we speak, uh, Father, that you would just uh, go before Heath and, and the rest of the group there, that they would... Uh, just you would bless them, that you would take down any walls that might be holding them back from from saying anything or doing anything, Father, for you. Father, I pray that you just tear down those walls, that they would just reach out to each and every lost soul there, Father, and just try to bring uh, more and more people to you. And God, I just want to say thank you for the time that we got to spend there, Father, for the small portion of of time that we was there father just the blessing that heath and that whole team was to us i pray that you just continue to um just bless them father as they go through and go further with uh with what they're doing at their church father right now i ask that a, a special blessing on the money that they need raised for the to be able to buy the building as a whole i pray that those funds would be made available uh father just you can work miracles father you do it every day and father i just know that you will um you will see that through and that heath and, and their church at hope alive would be able to uh buy the entire building father so they could reach uh that whole city for you and father again i want to say thank you for what you've done for us and what you continue to do for us and the blessings therefore father forgive us where we fail in name we pray amen
0: amen thanks chris man thanks heath thank you for your time man Thanks so much guys. Really appreciate it. I will Vers, say for those Chris, listening, Tanner, thank it, you. We're recording this at eight o'clock on Wednesday night after church. And where what time is it there? And what day? It's
5: it's eleven o'clock on Thursday, November sixteenth here. So for, crazy, isn't it?
0: Crazy. All right. That's cool. right. It's All almost right. lunchtime. That's right. <laughs> All right, man. Well woo pig, we'll let you go. Thanks for it. we'll do this again. All right. We'll see you, man. great interview that was. That was was good. That was good stuff. We learned lots. Life-changing. It was very life-changing. That was good. Alright, let's get into our uh, last segment and we will wrap up the podcast today.
2: Um, this
0: might be a
4: stupid question.
5: Uh, There's no such thing as a stupid question.
4: What a stupid question that is. You ask a lot of stupid questions.
2: Can I ask a dumb question? Better than anyone I know.
0: Alright, let's jump into the NBA here real quick for our dumb question. The L.A. Clippers announced that their new arena will be ready for the 24-25 season. The question is, are the Clippers the 40-year-old that is finally moving out of their parents' basement? Wow. That's, <laughs> yes. I hate that they play in my gym. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They, yes. They've shared the building with the Lakers, but and I don't know what the... the uh, formalities of all it is is it the lakers <laughs> arena and they let the clippers do it or is it like the city arena and both teams get to use it i don't know that's
3: what the official word is but everybody in LA knows it's the it's the lakers yeah. arena
0: okay all right yeah It makes that makes sense all right yeah. all right dumb <laughs> question number two what is stopping you on your resume from telling a future employer that you were the general manager at a toys r us hmm. anything is it wrong to put that on there because you can't prove it you can't disprove it either
1: it would be lying, but...
0: <laughs> Who doesn't lie on yeah, their resume? Right. <laughs> Depends on the job. Depends yeah. on the job.
2: Huh. All I right. never thought about that.
0: When eating food that is extremely hot, do you blow on it to cool it down? Or do you eat it as is and go...
2: <laughs> oh, his, Terry's is definitely the second one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't do that because I cannot stand for my tongue to be burned. Because then you can't taste anything the rest Depends of the day. Depends on how
0: hungry I am. Sometimes I go for it. <laughs> Last one. We'll get out of here because I'm hungry. Were you aware... That the last day of 2023, the date will read 123123.
2: 1,
1: I saw that. Somebody
0: yeah. shared something about oh, yeah. that. I saw me. So you were it. aware. Good. I'm was. I was glad you were aware. That's good. That's good. Thanks, social
2: media. All
0: right. Well, that is the podcast episode 90, and we will see you next time for episode 91. Who's going to sing us out? Anybody? It's all you, Tanner. Get it, Taylor. I don't
3: even
0: know what to sing. <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> holla.